Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order with code RESTFUL15. So head to bollnbranch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And welcome to Kanye Set Us Up, the zany podcast with zanier boys. You know the drill. We had a reservation for three and that punk-ass Kanye set us up. So we got an extra seat at the table. Come pull up a chair and listen to some gumpy-ass stories from some gumpy-ass boys. My name's Justice and over there is... Nathan. And what do we got on the docket today, Nathan boy? Well, Justice, today we are going to talk about the new Jack Boys album-ish. Kind of an album, I guess. Uh, Jack Boys? I think is it self-titled? I think it's self-titled. It's something, something Jack Boys. Something... Something, uh, yeah, it's just Jack Boys. Jack Boys, Jack Boys. And we're going to talk about the uh, Sunday Service Choir album, Jesus is Born. Came out on Christmas Day. Very shocked it actually came out. Probably is, probably because uh, Connie's not actually on it. You know, he should be. I think he should be. Yeah, if he was, it wouldn't have come out on Christmas, though. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I don't need to wait another, like two years for an album so uh which album are you trying to jump into let's jump into jack boys because i heard it one time maybe 25 minutes ago yeah yeah let's hop right into it nathan let's give your takes first because um a boy only listened one time because i we it was a last minute uh album review yeah i guess i didn't make it very clear i wanted to talk about it on the podcast <laughs> but uh also in my defense pretty pretty big release Pretty big release for a surprise release. It's got Travis Scott's name on it. And we all know how I feel about Travis Scott. Yeah. So it definitely rang You're such very... a hater. Um, but You're such a fanboy. I'm not a Travis Scott fanboy, though. You heard Travis Scott's uh, auto-tuned voice and you creamed your pants. I Nathan really I, I think Rodeo's great. Astroworld is really solid. Birds in the Trap is trash. I can be you... honest. I can be honest about it. Travis Scott. I'm not a fanboy. When, when World came out, you would not let it go. Because you were calling it trash when it was obviously not a trash album. I don't think it's like the album of the decade or nothing, but it's not trash. Let's jump into this. So, Jack Boys, Jack Boys. Um, It is seven tracks, eight tracks? It's going off the top of my head. Uh, Like 20 minutes. And it uh, it's supposed to be like a compilation of like Travis Scott and people on his label listening to it kind of read more like Travis Scott and friends considering three of the tracks don't even have any people from uh, Jack boys on them and one of the tracks is just instrumental so <laughs> you kind of drop the, if this is supposed to be showcasing the people on your label you kind of drop the ball in that front Shaq West is only on one track and he's the worst part of the entire project. So you're not really showcasing much. Shaq, Shaq West makes me uncomfortable. I don't like how deep his voice is. I mean, um, that one song, yeah, was a banger. Oh, it plays at every party. I got, oh. You better not finish that sentence. It's a banger. It is a banger. Um, but That's he, the only banger he's ever released. He uh, didn't have a strong performance on the track he was on, Gang Gang. 
Um, Don Tolliver, he's cool. He's cool. He's got some nice uh, vocals going, some nice harmonies, sounds good on the microphone. The best, my favorite tracks, though, were tracks that they don't even have people from Jack Boys on them, which was uh, Out West with The Goat, of course, uh, Thugger. Um, great track. And the final track with some dude named Pop Smoke. Uh, Pop Smoke comes off very menacing. Um, and the beat hits extremely hard. And those are, yeah, so like, uh, then the track which sandwiched between those two tracks with Don Tolliver is uh, also pretty solid. But um, the overall, it was, it was, it was alright. Right. What about you, Joseph? How'd you feel? You know, hmm. We know how I feel about a lot of these artists on this project. Do we? How do we I feel about Travis Scott? Nathan how, do, <laughs> Nathan, how do I feel about Travis Scott? How do you feel? Oh, you like that Rosalia feature on the uh, Nathan, remix? Nathan, how do I feel about Travis Scott? Um, Question time. You're not the biggest of fans. Nathan. How do I feel about Quavo? Not the biggest of fans. Nathan, how do I feel about Offset? Not the biggest. Was Offset on there? Yeah. I thought it was just Quavo and Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Nathan? Yeah. How do I feel about Young Thug? Um, well, you should think he's the GOAT, but I know it's not. Not your so, opinion. So, um, what would my opinion on Young Thug be, if you had to summarize, paraphrase? Um, I mean, you don't hate him. I don't think you hate him as much as Travis Scott. But no. You still don't love them. No, not really. So, here we go. Let's go some of the artists on this. Rosalia? That's pretty good. Singing in Spanish? But we got Quavo, Offset, Young Thug, and Travis Scott all highlighted oh, on this wait, project. Oh, wait, um, we're forgetting the best feature on there, which was uh, Little Babies. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Shut up. <laughs> but, surprisingly, it wasn't bad. Uh, I didn't mind it too much. Had some had some great production. Um, probably give it another listen before I give a, you know, I listened to it less than ten minutes ago. Yeah. Before recording, so I'd probably give it another few listens before you know giving my final judgment. So I this episode will not be reviewing, well not rating. I won't give a I won't give a hard rating because will not give a hard rating. Can you give a range what you think it's gonna be? Range. I'd probably give like. Six and a half to eight and a half, depending on how I listen to the lyrics. Yeah, I'm probably gonna give it like a high six. I'll give it a little two two point wiggle room. So I'm like, it's okay. Go check it out. It's solid enough. Solid enough. And Nathan saying it's solid enough means that God, it's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you really only need to listen to one song off of it, make sure you listen to Out West. Um, I got Out West. Uh, dude, this table's gonna fucking fall over. This leg is not propped up at all. It's an earthquake in the middle, middle of the podcast. Really, it's just the table falling over. Are we good now? I believe so. All right. Kind of push that leg back into place. Good stuff. Nice. Now, um, next, let's worship Jesus. God, I don't even like Jesus like that, dog. Like, low-key, I'm going I'm to go to church. You want to go to some dog, church? Dog, you've been listening. Every time I see you since, <laughs> since this album came out, you've been listening to the album. I know you're gonna get you're gonna start going to church and stuff. Um, I might. I'm not, I'm not actually gonna go to church. Start carrying a Bible with you everywhere, Old and New Testaments. I'm pretty sure. Young Justice. Never mind. Never mind. I'll tell you off podcast. What, what? I'll tell no, you off no, podcast. No, 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 no. Let's hear it on podcast. Let's hear it on podcast. Young Justice. When he couldn't find any rolling papers, like I'm talking like <laughs> about a seventeen year old. 
<laughs> like young boy would take Bible papers. I try to roll them. Isn't there ink on them though? You know, you try your best to not get it. Yeah. <laughs> you choose pages I'll, with the least amount of writing. To be fair, I was using like the first pages to like, you know. It's like the introduction. Y- like, like you need to be introduced <laughs> to the Bible. Like it's like it's pretty it's pretty well known. It's the index. <laughs> At least I'm like I'm just slowly taking away uh the scripts that's like so Adam and Eve and you're like, fuck, where'd uh, they come? On the first on the fifth grade day, God on the fifth grade grade, grade day. <laughs> God created God created man. Eh, let's just we don't need to know about Do that. Do you think we can have an uninformed Bible reading? Like Bible telling. I read like the first like chapter, I guess, of the Bible, and that was ever it. That was it. You know that show, Drunk History. I know of it. I haven't seen it. Well, basically, they get historians to get super drunk and then retell um, historical situations. Oh, that sounds hilarious. So I think they should have that for us reading the Bible. Let's do it. I'm down. I'll read the Bible all the way through if that means I cannot pick it apart piece by piece but jesus was born jesus on on the metaphorical um pagan holiday that we assigned to christmas that's like a pagan solstice yep also like didn't they have a 10 year or a 10 month calendar back then i i don't know it seems like something they'd have that sounds about right i guess let's just go a, with it instead of a 12 month so his birthday could truly be in july we don't really know did they have leap years back then who cares dude it was the that's the past we're here now (laughs) we're here with jesus and he was born and let me tell you i fucking love this album (laughs) you think i'm joking no i don't no no i don't though because again every time i've come up to you since this album came out you've been listening to this album revelations every time i show up i'm like is he really listening (laughs) to this album you came in to the most hectic room. It was like chaotic. It was so chaotic. The chaotic energy in the room was off the charts. I threw away the Ouija board. So maybe that's... Dude, like- this album is already affecting you. <laughs> like, I don't want to converse with any demons. <laughs> and that ain't Christ-like? No, that ain't Christ-like at all. Nathan, I won't be giving a review because like, I haven't listened to enough gospel records. You mean to- a rating? Rating. I'll review the shit, but I won't give it a rating. We're talking. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. So it's an hour and a half of straight, straight gospel music. An hour, 24 minutes, 19 tracks. All that beautiful, beautiful gospel. There's like three or four tracks that are um, covers. Um, But the most of isn't most of it original music? I believe so. If not, it. I feel like a lot of it is the, um, it is a mixture of revamped songs based on either the samples or... The singing of things that were in Life of Pablo and uh, I can't think of the fucking name. Jesus is King? Yes. Yes, sir. No, I think. No, see, I, the one thing I thought <clears throat> was interesting is I'm pretty. I think the choir came first, probably. They. And Kanye just sampled the choir. So this is an interesting instance where the the or the where the sample originated from has come out after the sample was used. Yeah. Because um, Revelations 19.1 was on Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. Which track was that? Um, isn't, wasn't it Salah? I believe so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got Father Stretch. 
Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. Ultralight Beam. Life of Pablo. Exactly. Life of Pablo was a very, it's a, it's a religious album. You know, the fact that he says it's so religious and then like the opening track starts with some very secular shit. It's about the vibes, man. I guess. But what are some of your favorite tracks, Nathan Boy? What uh, really makes you in the mood? What wakes you up in the morning? Let me. Okay. What's let your me, alarm clock let now? Let me actually pull this up. Do you have any of these tracks as your alarm clock? I uh, do not. Do you believe in the actually, devil? You believe um, in the fucking devil? Jesus is born. Sorry, just using Siri here, real quick. Oh my god! Speed up this process. All right, Jesus is born. Here we go. Um, Revelations nineteen one was cool. Um, week was kind of a bop. Um, <clears throat> I think I remember liking um. Sunshine. It was either Sunshine or Back to Life. It was what it was because it was just a track or two after week. I was like, oh, this is another bop. And then I guess um, Father Stretch was a nice little cover. But every time I listen, every the I listen to it, I just want to listen to Father Stretch my hands. So I don't know. See, that's the thing with the Kanye covers is I hear it and I'm like, this just feels like a blue ball. I'd rather just listen to the real thing. Um, I feel like this would be cool in like um like a live setting mm-hmm. but I, I, i'm not playing this in my car or nothing i'm not playing this on like when i'm listening to music in the back of my target like dude i was driving home from my girlfriend's house and her parents live like an hour away i listened to this the entire way home <laughs> so my favorites nathan boy mm-hmm. we got revelations 19 okay to be fair i also used to sing in choir for like hella years so like i'm in the car i'm hitting my four counts nathan boy like i'm conducting this shit yeah but I think- i'm acting like i'm throwing it out there and it's a little different what do you mean it's a little different well because okay so but- i'm a sucker for a choir i love the way choir sounds and i mm-hmm. love when kanye samples choirs or uses choirs like he interlopes them into his songs yeah it gives me goosebumps every time i'm a fucking sucker for him and at first, when I first started listening to this album, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, it was it was hitting, like, a sweet spot in my brain. I was like, oh, yeah, this is just, like, this is, like, every part I love about it. But there's only so much, there's only so much I can hear the theme of Jesus is fucking awesome. No. Before I just get bored of it. No. that's Because the, with- the entire album is just, Jesus is great, guys, isn't he? Exactly. It's a gospel choir. What do you expect from a gospel choir? Exactly. That's exactly what I expected. It's boring as fuck. The fucking choir, though, is phenomenal. They're hitting cues. Everybody's they, just they so into great. it. They sound great. They sound great. I'm a fucking geek for a choir. But the content is just like, yep, yep, I get it. Yep, Jesus is cool. Okay, what do you want from them? Jesus do you want them to cool. talk about a battle with the devil? Like, shut talk up. about, I don't know. It's, a, it's choir songs, bro. Not everything. Like, it's not. And tell me about... Like, tell me about okay. Like, you got like you're like a personal experience with faith. I know it's a whole choir, but like at least like some sort you're of acting example. Like you're, you're acting like or... it's going to be a rap, a rap album, like a gospel, or like a gospel rap album. No, it's a choir, bro. They're gonna sing the same things. The base. Give me some. Give me some passage. Like spin. Like a get a get a passage from the Bible. And like sing a like a make a song. Have out you of ever? It. Like no, no. There's stories in the Bible, Chief. Yeah, I realized that, but like ninety percent of gospel does not relate, uh, like exact scriptures. 
it's generalizations and like maybe a few references. It's not like they don't tell the entire story. I didn't say they had to tell the entire story. You literally, it you literally like, just I, said I'm just saying, why I'm just screaming? saying, why are you screaming? You're screaming over here. And all I'm saying is, no, you're wrong. And as I was saying, some of my favorite tracks are. <laughs> Chief, you got over there, Chief? You gotta go. You gotta go over your favorite tracks? Yeah, I am. I'm gonna go over my favorite tracks. My favorite tracks, Revelations 19.1. We got Rain, that uh, cover from SMW. Mm-hmm. Um, Follow Me, Faith. That's how the good Lord works. Um, hmm. And then I think, uh, lift up your voices. And then obviously, like, hmm. I like Ultralight Beam, but it's not the same as the Life of Pablo Ultralight Beam. Yeah, those are my, my favorites, Nathan Boy. Content-wise, I can only see this being enjoyable for long stretches of time if you were already a religious person. Because this is not like a Kendrick Lamar, obviously, where they are talking about their personal experience with faith. This is just platitudes on platitudes talking about it's just it's just bumper it's just religious bumper stickers saying out loud. Gospel though? Gospel's about the vibe. If you're vibe personified, that's gospel like gospel music. It's not about the words. You don't listen to the words. It's about the harmonies. It's about the passion with behind it, and it's about the choir itself. And again, it sounds good. It sonically sounds good, but there's just only so much I can hear about the same the same subject over and over again before I just get bored. You need to go to church. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even. That ain't Christ. That, all I gotta say, Nathan boy. <laughs> that ain't Christ like. That ain't Christ like. Christ-like. That ain't Christ like. <laughs> <That ain't> <Christ-like. sighs> But um, what, do you, what am I giving this how album? Do you, how do you feel about it, I should I say? Know, I have no other gospel album to compare this to. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I'll just reiterate my points. Sonically sounds good. It was scratching that itch for a while. Um, I mean, their voices are great. Harmonizing is on point. But there's just only so much. Like, There's only so much I can take in one sitting when it's like this. It's an hour and a half of it straight. You go ahead, Justice. Nathan Boy, all I'm going to say is uh, some of these songs are my alarm clock. I don't go to church. I don't believe in that. Uh, I was listening to it in the shower the other day. I was listening to it not in the shower the other day. I was listening to it while I drive. Um, listen to it before work. I listened to it after work. I listened to it when the sun came up. I listened to it when the sun came down. I like the album. I like it. I like myself choir. Made me miss my choir days and singing some, some, uh, some fucking gospel ass songs. You know, it's a bop. That's all I gotta say. Go check it out. Uh, Jesus is born. Even if you don't believe in Jesus, like Nathan over here, needs to go to church once or twice. I'm calling. I've been to church. I'm calling Alicia. Baptisms though. I'm calling Alicia right now. I'm telling her take your ass to church. She's not religious either. I'm telling your mama. She's not religious either. I'm telling your great Grammy. She may have been religious, but she didn't talk about it much. Nathan. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna write you a prescription. I just come from a non on my mom's side. My dad's side on the other hand. If you call my dad's side, they might be a little more they might get a little more involved. <laughs> I'm calling them. I'm calling them up, telling them you gotta go to church. I didn't even go to church. I went to the temple more times than I went to church as a kid. Like <laughs> I went to a Buddhist temple more times than I went to church. I bit a lady at church. I got banned from a church. This album was about You gotta do something really unchrist like to get banned from church. <laughs> I told you I bit a lady. <laughs> I left her a scar, but But, um, I feel like it's time to really branch into the albums of the year. 2019 is coming to a close. This Wednesday, this upcoming Wednesday will be the mark, will be the start of 2020. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's, that's wild. I need to find my sheet because I'm a very physical boy. You know, I, where is it? Okay. It's on the ground. Got it. In my hand. Good stuff. So we have. Well, I have five honorable mentions. I believe Nathan has six. Yep. And, and then we a, have a top ten. Yeah, we're trying to do a top ten. We're trying you know, to keep it as concise as possible, people. I tried to really... I, I tried to put it in a decent order. They could vary day to day on a swiggle. Just by like one or two. Just to let you know. But Nathan, do you want to start with your honorable mentions? <clears throat> sure. We just got to both go run through honorable mentions and then do yeah. last year we go 10, 10, 9, 9. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Honorable. So wait, before you get into that, how did you make your list? Because I feel like we didn't have the same criteria. We made a one track albums of the decade, but we didn't really go over the same criteria for how we're doing our albums for the year. I mean, album for the year, I just kind of felt it as like a mix between like I, I personally i take in the quality of the album and how much i enjoyed it in equal measures okay that's how i i don't know how you compiled your list i went based on primarily my my enjoyment factor and then quality like it's like a tiebreaker almost kind yeah almost like the quality was kind of right below. I'd say probably enjoyment factor played a 51% role and the quality 49%. Okay. Okay. That's fair stuff. So you can go with your honorable mentions whenever you're ready. I will speed through my honorable mentions. First honorable mention, Billie Eilish, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Okay. Then uh, Matina Roberts, Coin Coin Chapter 4. Then Solange, When I Get Home. Little Sims, Gray Area, Lizzo, Because I Love You, and Ariana Grande, Thank You, Next. Okay. Those are my six honorable mentions. Justice, what are yours? You know, when we were making the list, we went with only rap for the decade, so I thought it was only rap for the year. I mean, I told you beforehand. I realized. You could have changed your list, Chief. But it was like a few hours, like, we you had, pl- the you had plenty of time. But, you know, I get confused. <laughs> I'm not the brightest. So this would've is just going to be my... Would have been much different? Just curious. Would have been much different? Maybe by one or two. Not by a ton. Okay. Probably would have thrown Ariana in there somewhere. Maybe Lizzo towards the tail end or honorable mention. Um, But honorable mentions. I got Danny Brown. You know what I'm saying. Denzel Curry. Zoo. Roddy Rich. Please excuse me for being antisocial. Two Chains to rap or go to the league. And Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib Bandana. It was so close. It was right there. Only an honorable mention. It was close. It was going to get on there. It was on my, it was on all three lists. So I did a total list, a unranked list, and then top 10 and then honorable mentions. Damn, that hurts. 
All Nathan, right. you're number 10. My number 10 is <clears throat> Alison Moore's Blood. Gotcha. Okay. It's a, uh, are we like going over the album? You can go a little, little bit. Basically, all right. So basically, Alison Moore, I had not heard an album from her before this album. Um, she's a country singer. And she released this album that coincided with her book, which both detailed, because she hadn't talked about this subject at all until this album, apparently, um, which both detailed when she was like, I think she was like seven or eight. Um, she, uh, had, she had, she has an older sister and she was like 13 or something and their parents, her dad was like, um, abusive Mm -hmm. and, um, her dad ended up shooting, uh, their mother and himself. Jesus. Yeah. It's a very dark album. Um, it's just kind of a gun, it's a gut wrenching listen. And it's very hard to listen to, but, like, it's so emotionally packed, and she's just so honest and vulnerable. Mm. Um, and the instrumentation is really good. There's, like, one track that felt kind of out of place, but every single other song is just so emotionally driven and written so well and sounds so great. It's just very good, very good. If you want nice. to cry, give that album a listen. What is your number 10 spot, Justice? My number 10 is Brockhampton's Ginger. Mm-hmm. Mm, a man of culture, I see. <sighs> yes, yes. Um, before, I wouldn't say, I don't think this is my first project. Um, I believe it's my second project. We listen to Iridescence. Yeah, so it was good. Um, always very personal with them. It was a good listen, you know? A lot of variety on that album, on that project. Um, I, I came back to it a decent amount of times compared to Iridescence. So, you know, it hopped in there. I hopped in that was, list. I thought it was much better than Iridescence, personally. Number nine. My number nine is Ari. Sorry. You good? Yeah. My number nine spot is Ari Leno. Lennox? I think it's Ari Leno. Ari Leno's Shea Butter Baby. Ooh. What is your number nine spot? My number nine is Schoolboy Q Crash Talk. Interesting. It was was a very interesting tale. Like, because he kind of jumped back into a lot more of his storytelling. And... Then he also had some bops on there, like Num Num Juice. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't want to give too much away when we were finalizing our list, but I knew I had to go back to Num Num Juice. I figured you'd know that it was on some part of my list. Just by that little spot. Yeah, just by playing it. Um, But yeah, I came back. I'd, a lot of this goes by which albums I ended up coming back to throughout the year versus like, and that was another factor that played into it that kind of ties into both. So if I'm enjoying it, I'm going to come back to it, obviously. Um, and that one I came back to a decent amount of times. Like, and that was an early release throughout the year. I believe that was uh, April. It was, yeah, it was like it was. first first half. Because I was in like quarter. I was in like Florida at the time, so that was very early on. Um, what is your number eight, Nathan Boy? Um, my number eight spot is Quelle Chris's Guns. Such a good album. So lyrically packed, lyrically. <laughs> Lyrically dense, hits on lots of topics. Why are you giving me that smile? Lots, lots of topics that touch the modern day. Production on there is great. Love that album. Justice. Baby. <laughs> that album was Baby on Baby. That's my number eight. Oh, so you went with Baby on Baby instead of Kirk? Yeah. 
You're like, just kidding. Kirk comes back later. Like, <laughs> he has the baby in two spots. The only reason I had it so low on my list was because I forgot that it came out this year. Because it was um, it was very early on, and it all, another factor was it also had Walker Texas Ranger on that, but it was also on like his previous project, blank blank. So it was a little lower. Kirk was in my mix before I made the list. It was, but. Kirk was like post blow up. So I kind of put it a little. It was going to be in there, but I feel like this is true, authentic baby on baby. I don't like how the baby went mainstream. Not necessarily. They told me I went pop. Not necessarily, but a lot of the features, like baby on baby, is a lot of just him and Stunnifor Vegas. While once he blew up, he's got he's got so many other features on mm-hmm. it. So I went with something authentically the baby, like that is what caused him to go true, number one. True, true baby. Because that's what's in his purest this, form. This album inspired Kirk, so, or a decent portion of it. So I figured this would take Kirk by storm. Um, your number seven. My number seven is Brock Hampton's Ginger, their most personal album, their most mature album. Okay, good album. Man of culture, I see. Yes. Man of culture. What is your number seven spot, Justin? We got Qualiquist guns. Oh, we're getting we're getting to a point where we're gonna be a lot of overlap, potentially. 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 I feel like you're gonna throw some curveballs, some Charlie XCX, some fucking <laughs> vanilla ass music in there. <laughs> some vanilla. one. I swear to God, if Taylor Swift makes this list, I'm coming across the table and beating your Shh. ass. Shh. <laughs> you're gonna you're telling me it made top six you're funny no you're funny. what's your number six no you what's my number six yeah <clears throat> my number six is freddie gibbs and mad lib bandana okay freddie spits mad lib always kills production justice what is your number six dreamville revenge of the dreamers three <clears throat> okay <laughs> There was a lot of interesting, a lot of mixed styles on there, a lot of quality production, and a lot of juicy bangers. And it's also there a, were some bangers on there. It's also an album that has a lot of potential. It was a spotlight album that kind of allowed you to see, not necessarily the mainstream artists you normally would, but you get the people that are close to the crisp of like a come up. Like you get Buddy on there. And like, have you ever listened to any like solo buddy songs? No, I've only seen him prior on like an all all deaf digital video, but I listened to a solo recently and a few solos and I like them a lot. Um, You get just a lot of artists that you normally wouldn't get to hear otherwise without J. Cole showcasing them. Mm -hmm. So just more people to look out for. It was almost like a XXL list for a bunch of different artists. Rather than just like whatever ones are winning the popularity contest. Like curated. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody who actually knows what's mm-hmm. going on in rap. What's going on with your number five? My number five is FKA Twigs's Magdalene. Okay. Great album. FKA Twigs doesn't miss. Listen to that album. Justice, what is your number five? Injury Reserve, Injury Reserve. Ooh, that's a good pick. That's a good Very. Pick very in tune with like their feeling it's just a lot of personal experiences on personal experiences a lot of vibes three-man weave you can't beat 
there's just a lot on there. We listen to that while boarding. It's just an overall set of bangers. Like, uh, what was it? Rap song tutorial? Like, it's very mixture of experimental and then, like, pops back to your deep storytelling type raps and then pops back to your just straight bangers. All around decent album. It's a great album. It's a good album. Your number four. My number four is JPEG Mafia. All my heroes are cornballs. That was on my initial list. So I had an initial list of 21. I had to wiggle that down to 15. And the fact, the only reason that didn't make my list was because, as I said on the episode where we reviewed it, depending on the day, I hate that fucking project. <laughs> some days I love it, and some days I fucking it's a hate very, it. Uh, JPEG Mafia makes very unique mu- music, that is for sure. And uh, this one, was, uh, he does a lot more singing on this one, which still surprised me. <laughs> Because um, that veteran, he was rapping his fucking ass off. And he still raps his ass off on moments on here. But he also sings a lot more. But I I, I like it. It's so good. Um, also, with me, while we're talking about top 20s, Injury Reserve was on my 20 list. Okay. That was on my 20 list. That's a good, that's a good album. That's a good album. Um, what were we on? We were on... Number four? Number... Wait. Four. Yes. What was your number four, Justice? We have Earth Gang Mirrorland. Earth Gang, it is their first... I wouldn't. It is their bigger project that they've come out with. Um, Earth Gang, they've had a couple of prior mixtapes and like other projects, but this one is the first one where they have been truly showcased. Um, I've said it before. They have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of style. The new Outcast. I'm, I say they have potential to be the new Outcast. Yes, that is something I say every time I bring them up. Uh, I don't want to beat it like a dead horse. But if they can capitalize and only grow from here, that's if they don't fall off. If they can keep progressing, I feel like they have a lot of potential. They're very new, like newer into the mainstream. As long as they keep going and growing, they're going to be really good. Like their former features that they would have are like DC Young Fly or whatever the fuck his name is. And he would like do their skits. Now they're getting T-Pain on projects. Like, there's only growth potential for them, and I can only see good things. Nice. You're number three. My number three is Charlie XCX. Charlie. Great fucking album. Fantastic, fantastic forward thinking pop music. I don't know why you're breathing that heavily. <laughs> why, you don't, I thought you liked the Charlie one. It was okay. It wasn't as bad as the. Very forward thinking pop music, and, um,. I'm excited for more Charlie XCX. Yo, chill out because your face was very hesitant when I brought up Taylor. There's only two spots left. What is your... Am I coming across the table and having to kick your what ass? What is your number three? No, 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 no. Am I going to have to come across this table and beat your ass? Bro, we're not done with the lists. <laughs> Justice. There's two more your... spots that I'm getting... What is your number three spot? IDK, is he real? It was good. Covered some... Uh, Covered some good material, um, kind of leading from our uh, Jesus is Born. Only part, few parts I didn't like, and those were the commentary portions of his, like us telling a, or somebody telling that Noah was built an ark is the same thing as us telling a caveman we built robot bitches we can fuck. And then him going on the fact of like, can we see the same color red? Like everybody has that thought, but you don't need, it didn't need to really be in there. <laughs> 
Like there were just a few things that didn't really mesh. But him de- diving deep into his mother's death and like his stepdad, there was a lot of like angry portions. The more you listen to it, there's a lot of surface level shit in that album, but there's a lot of deep shit in that album. If you like kind of pick it apart and like connect it to other portions of songs. So that's why I put it so high up. Um, number two for you. Number two is Taylor Swift lover. Dude. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not. It's not on the list. But this might piss you off more. Number two is a hundred gex, a thousand gex. Some of some very experimental music. Um, Where's my bat? Lots of genre meshing going on here. Very catchy. Very catchy tunes. Uh, <laughs> it's a good album, Justice. It's a good album, Justice. I'm gonna light you on fire. Just because you don't have a high enough IQ to understand hundred gex. Um, but yeah. For real, for real. Number two, 100 Gex, 1,000 Gex. Great fucking album. It made top two? Great fucking album. It was your runner-up? Loved it. Played it a ton. Jesus fucking Christ. Justice, what is your number two? Tyler, the creator, Igor. What? What is Justice's number one? Tyler, the creator, Igor. Fantastic production. Um... I thought for sure you were getting Igor number one, but okay, okay. There's only one other artist that you could, if you look me in the eyes, you'll know it. Bro, it better not be. Look me in the eyes. Don't say it. Well, it can't be the baby. Again. Unless Unless it's a plot twist. This man man did not put Jesus as King as number one. And this man did not put the Sunday Service Choir album as number one. All right. um, You're very surprised, but Igor... It shouldn't be any surprise that I made my top three. Very phenomenal project. As always, Tyler Creator innovating, re-innovating his uh, image. And kind of, he's always throwing some good vibes out. Nathan, boy, we are at the number one spot. Album of the year. My Mm. personal album of the year was Tyler Creator, Igor. That wasn't a surprise. You were saying that since the beginning of the year. Yeah, ever since it came out, I was like, this is... It's phenomenal, and it's like I think I originally gave it an eight. That, nah, it's like a, it might be a ten. It might be a ten. It's a great fucking album. I, mean, I don't know what else you could say about that. Or even say about it, but uh, yeah, yeah, phenomenal production, fantastic writing, great storytelling. Justice, what is your number one? You know, so we kind of have a trend here. If you looked back to my number one last year, it's a project that, like, you know, cool. I'm not going to say that it's bad quality, but typically doesn't kind of fit your normal standards. Um, Like, granted, Igor may have been more polished as a project, but for my enjoyment factor, the album that takes my cake is The Lost Boy, YBN Corday. Oh, okay. Um, A portion of that has to go to the fact that he is a newer artist. He is a phenomenal storyteller. His lyrics are off the chart. Like, his wordplay is so great. His energy, that also has part to do with the fact that I've seen him live. So, like, seeing a lot of those tracks and, like, he's a great performer. Just a lot of energy. A lot of a lot of this also had to deal with potential and, like, being able to see them grow. Mm-hmm. And for this being his, like, debut project or album, I should say, like, studio album 
fucking phenomenal. This is a really good album. This was on repeat since July. It was like top 25 for me. It was a really good album. I like that album a lot. And I, uh, he also replied to me when I said, uh, when I was at the concert and I screamed, YBN Corday, the freshest freshman. He goes, yeah. And yeah, so YBN, you did it. You did it. You made the list. We Good job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> XXL, who cares about that? Justice Johnson, half of the Zany Boys' number one album of the year. Isn't it? Isn't it kind of sad that a Kanye album came out this year and then even. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even make. I didn't even write it down. I didn't. I didn't even write it down for consideration. I wrote it down top twenty one, but it was one of the first ones crossed off. That's sad. That's sad. Well, you can't change up your whole fucking image and then expect to really be tossed in the top ten. You can't reinvent yourself God. a very controversial way. But yeah, that was a good good list. Good lists. Good good year. Good year for music. Good lists. Nathan, um, Nathan, do you think that Kanye, uh, Kanye is only on a downfall from here? Last year, Ye made our list. Ye made each of our lists at at least towards the tail end. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I had it like lower. I think I had it like eight or seven. Or yeah, something I think like I had that. mine at like eight or eight or six or something like that. No, dude, he'll rebound. I believe in him uh, as long as he didn't make our list or honorable mentions. I I'll, was he was he even number your seventeen? I I, he, I didn't even write him down. He wasn't top twenty for you, bro. Did I was you know I was scrolling through all the albums like on my phone that I added this year. Uh huh. I scrolled right past it. It, like I didn't even, I didn't even give it a second thought. Um, although if we were doing like a top singles of the year or top tracks of the year, I mean, Follow God would be like that might be top five. I really love that. Uh, I really like that song. I really love that one of his first radio plays was uh, Jesus Walks, and now one of his most recent is Follow God. Yeah, that's crazy. But um, yeah. Um, so next we're gonna jump into uncut gems new a24 film starring the one and only adam sandler and you know Jack it, and it's Jill your himself it's your normal adam sandler movie let me just tell you yeah nothing but a whole sl- bunch of laughs slap slap gags <laughs> and fucking teehees david spade or just kidding bitch this isn't your mom and dad's adam sandler movie adam sandler says fuck a lot I stopped counting after 177. They say fuck a lot in there this were still, movie. There were still 37 minutes left in the movie. Like, there was still a, the last quarter of the film. And I, I lost count. Like, I stopped for, like, five fucks. And then, like, I was like, fuck, where are we at? So. <laughs> you said fuck in your head. I was like, was that in the movie? Or was that in my head? It was. <laughs> Dude, it was painful because I started, I started counting the fucks, right? I, it was every swear, honestly. I was counting every swear. And then once I started, my OCD kicked in, and I was like, well, you can't stop now. And it was like seven minutes into the movie, because after you made that one comment that he swears a lot, I was like... Because, yeah, because I was... I told Justice, I was looking at... <clears throat> I was just looking at the Rotten Tomato score for the movie, because I heard it was high. And I looked at it, it was like 96% from the critics. And then I saw audience reviews was like 50. And I clicked on that, and like every single audience review that was bad was like... Adam Sandler says the F word too much. So now Justice started counting every single one. Over 170. And all I gotta say is... But the movie itself. About the about the movie. This movie fueled my anxiety to 
to the highest point. This movie took the trailer, and I'm pissed that they came out with new trailers. Because they only needed the one. Anything else is fucking bullshit. Because the first trailer didn't give... They gave you a a narrative based on the trailers of what you thought the movie would be. And they took that and threw it out the fucking window in the first 15 minutes. And then said, here's a new movie. And so I was like... All I knew going into it was like, okay. Furby. He... I was like, he he owes people money. That's all I really knew going into it. And mm-hmm. I was watching, this is probably a bad idea, but I was watching Conan interview Adam Sandler because I was just so excited. I, I love Conan so I was much. excited. I was so excited for the movie. I wanted any taste, any taste. And uh, Adam Sandler said something like, yeah, my character has like a gambling addiction. But like I cut off the interview like a little bit into it because I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear anything. So I knew he had a gambling addiction and he owed people money. And wow, all I knew was that he was a sports like from the trailer. All it says is that he is a sports better and he is a jeweler, and that he hits big. Like because he hit, he hits big in that uh that bed. Mm-hmm. And but they don't say anything else. You see him in a trunk, but. You don't know the context around but it. You don't see any context. In my head, I'm thinking he hits big. He's got problems. People are trying to steal his money. This and that. No. They throw that out the window. Very different movie. They throw you on this roller coaster of emotion. You don't know whether to feel sorry for this guy. or to. You don't know whether to root for him, be pissed at him. Because it's a man with an addiction. But like you're on the same side and you're like, he's kind of an asshole. He is kind of a dick. He's kind of... He, I don't want to give away too much. He's a very he's a very selfish person. But he he thinks very highly of himself. But also, this man is obviously suffering from addiction, and because this is one scene uh, later in the movie where he's talking to the um, basketball player. And um, do you know the basketball player's name? It's a quiz. Uh, KG. (laughs) And. is he a real basketball player? Yeah. Oh, all the all he acted the, pretty well. All the footage is of him, like in the the basketball scenes. It's like a real basketball game. Well, he's a pretty good actor. Um, but there's a scene later where he's talking to the basketball, and like, and like, it was just after securing, securing something, and he's immediately like starts talking. He's like, "How can the basketball KG is like? How can he do this? You know." If, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm like, I'm trying to like dance around. The yeah, I get what you're saying. He's like, how can you do this for to these people? And he's like, and I'm saying there's like, it's where he delivers the infamous line. Like, this is how I win. That's like in all the promo material. And then like, you can see his mind starts slowly turning. Like he just got something. And then he starts slowly turning. He's like, wait a minute. What if I just took this? <laughs> oh my God, it was <laughs> my jaw dropped i was like like you can see you can see the gears turning in his head adam sandler fucking killed this role dude there was a interview that uh howard stern did and he's like i don't care what anybody fucking says if they don't give you the academy award for this movie then they think they're fucking wrong like i don't care what you've been in in the past like this is a redemption arc for adam sandler a mad because Adam Sandler's been in the industry. He's acted before. He's just always played the goon. He he can. But, he, he's been done like punch drunk love, but like he hasn't done like a real like a role like this in so long. Like, he's just kind of mm. fucked around with his friends. Well, when you got that much money and you can make more money by fucking around with your friends, I, I why don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. You don't need to make high quality films when you're literally leading the box office with fuck around movies. Yeah. So for him to do this, 
and like his kid the only reason he started doing like grown-ups and shit like that is because of it a lot of actors do it is because he had young kids when you're an actor and you want kids to see what your movies are like what does a dad do for work he's an actor you don't want him to go see him go say fuck 177 times mm-hmm. so you give him grown-ups where he says fuck like three times and you're like hey i was playing a part but this i'm pretty sure his kids are old enough to understand like films now and can we just get all of adam sandler movies being like an a24 film Dude, or do you think that he's going back to he, he was so good grown-ups for no i think he's going i think he did uncut gems he was like yep he was like all right We'll do this one, and then, I don't know, maybe he'll do another role like this in, like, another 15 years. Do you think that, uh, based on the Academy response, it will change his mind on, like, maybe sway I, his opinion? In the all? interview with Conan, and Adam Sandler was like, yeah, I never thought there'd be any buzz around any of my movies. He was like, I never thought, like, I would even be considered for anything like this. I just thought it wouldn't happen. And so maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll be like, hey, it, it's actually worth, like, actually acting. Like... <laughs> I'm wondering what type of preparation Adam Sandler is for a role. If he's a method actor or if he's like a, you know what I mean? Because like, you've never really heard about it because all he does is fuck around. Mm-hmm. What is, what, I'm wondering How what did he, he prepare did. for this role? Did he like go own a jewelry store for a little while? Like, <laughs> did he like go to the casino a few times? Like, I really want to know how he got into the mind of this character. Oh my god. And like just all of, he took all of the vices you could potentially have and just rolled them into one. Or I guess it's he a only very really it's had a two. very selfish individual. But like but like I mean it's very hard to like he's he's likable though. He's really likable. You just really want him to win every time you want him to win. And you the movie just conveys so much empathy with their shots and the the pacing on this movie was different than any A24 film I've seen before. Bro, the pacing of this movie was relentless. I was I said that right after the movie. I was like it was like like from the start of the movie, I was on the edge of my seat. Like cause when the movie started it was just like dialogue and dialogue and like dialogue with like the music playing in the background. I'm like what? It's like this is how we're getting into it. I had, I sat up like immediately. I thought I thought you know most movies easy win a little bit. Typically it was right into it. Like what we've kind of established as our A24 like format at least it's been for the movies that we've reviewed is three-fourths of the movie very slow pacing last quarter hits you like a uh, sack of bricks this one from the jump it didn't let you cool down no and so i'm excited to see other a24 films never saw ex machina kind of want to give that a run i haven't seen that i heard it's like a great one i still want to see i want to see the lighthouse that came out this year me too um but this movie, it's just, I need to see it again. Actually, I want to see it again. I don't know if I want to see it again because I had, like, I'm literally, like, gripping my seat. I didn't know what to do with myself. I didn't know what to do with myself as a human being because I'm, like, feeling for this guy. I'm like, hey, come on. You you can do it. Like, And the ending? <laughs> jaw on, <laughs> jaw on the floor. I could see in my peripheral at the same time, at the exact same scene, at the exact same moment, both of our jaws hit our kneecaps. Like, they fell just so hard. I turned and looked at you. Oh, good thing it's empty. I turned and looked at you, and I was like... And I tried picking my jaw up. Like, I tried putting it back in my in my face. It wouldn't go. Like, it just... It I was, was just, left there. I was stunned. What are you giving this movie, Nathan Boy? It's like a strong nine. 
It was so good. Uh, I want to see it again. I'm really going to have bad. to give it a high nine. Mate, I wouldn't give it a 10. Almost a few things that like didn't need to be there to give it a 10. But overall, this is a phenomenal film. If anybody has the opportunity to go see it, I'd highly recommend it. Um, if you were on the fence about go- going to see it, shut up. Go see it. And if you don't like Adam Sandler, this ain't your mama's Adam Sandler. Go see this fucking movie. Go see movie. this movie. Um, also, uh, I just want to add this in real quick because, uh, you know, so much positivity. you got to add a little negativity in there right before the uh, podcast is over. God damn it. Because we won't be able to talk about this um, in time, most likely. Saw Star Wars. Uh, Dude, I haven't seen it. Don't give me Yesterday, I'm not going to say anything except uh, shit was trash. And you've been listening to Cutty Set Us Up, the Zany podcast with Zanier boys. You know the drill. But go made, see Uncut Gems. Made a reservation for a three in that punk ass Cutty Set Us Up. So as always, we love the fact that you pulled up a chair and listened to us. Um, thank you guys for a phenomenal year. Um, we are going to have a bonus episode breaking down the of the decade. Rap albums. Top rap albums of the decade. That may come out on the first or, like, or the second. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be in 2020 though. Um, in 2020, what I want you all to look out for is a phenomenal little website coming out run by us. Towards the end of January is when we'll probably have everything set and ready to go. Um, get ready for this year. We will, or I guess 2020, we will be throwing out some sketches. We will be throwing out some bonus videos, not necessarily podcast videos. We will also be trying to throw out more podcast videos, depending on how our schedule kind of link up. And just prepare for a lot. And we really would appreciate if you would support us in this upcoming year. We are trying to do a lot for you. Maybe if you guys will support, we'll throw out a Patreon. Nathan, any comments? Any Anything I missed that you can think of? Just stay tuned to the Zany Boy. Stay tuned. 2020 this is the year. We're doing it. We're blowing up. We're, we're blowing up this year. And we're, if we don't, we're going to do it until we die. Exactly. Um, it's, it's me. It's Nathan. It's the Zany Boys and Girls. We're blowing up 2020. Misfits to fucking kings and queens. Absolutely. Let's yes, get sir. it. Yes, sir. Until next year. Abu bye. Bye. Uh, okay. That's it. Don't clap backwards. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.